Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you all for joining us today. Um, I'm hosting, as you can hear, but I'm joined by none other than Daniel. Hello there. We're on the air. And Shabazz. Welcome to the Movie Podcast. I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry. I will leave this podcast now. I'm debating just starting it all again or ending it all right here. I think we should it. end it here. Yeah, let's, okay. let's end it. We had a we'll good start run, over. guys. 13 episodes. 13 episodes. <laughs> let's stop. 13 That's episodes. Good old it's 13. unlucky. This is the unlucky episode. It is. Uh, how's everyone? Dude, we are living in a world with the Raptors in the NBA Finals. The Toronto Raptors have made... This is the the basketball podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've made the Finals. First time in franchise history. Yeah, since 1995. Since, since they were incepted. The inception. They were incepted, yeah. All the inceptions of yeah. the Raptors. How do, you, how do you feel about that, Anthony? You're pretty I'm pumped. very happy. Very, very happy. And a very, very, very scared. So Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, Golden State, I mean, but... We'll see. I mean, hey, right now we're on we top have of the home world. court home court advantage, which yep. is great. We, we got um, some time off as well. Too, I think so the energy legs, of the boys. fans. And this is step gonna, one, right? This is yeah. step one. Yeah. First of hopefully many times getting to the finals and yeah. winning. Yeah. 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 So that was the basketball portion. Thank of you this. so much for listening. And That's sports. <laughs> that will end sports segment for today. <laughs> What's the sports uh, segment theme? Uh, hmm. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? How? how do, 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 do. <laughs> is that what's a what's a normal basketball? It's usually like hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's hockey. Any, that's that's like hockey. any stadium. That's any stadium game. As always. As always, <laughs> you can catch us catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, head over to this time with dot com slash talk. I thought you said comments and indigestion. I'm like, don't send us that, please. <laughs> so, question for you though. Yeah, have we gotten any corrections yet? Because we've had a lot of questions so far. Nothing. And no one's questioned. I don't us, think right? a lot of people question our. No one questions, questions our what we say because. Yeah. That would be silly if they ever corrected us. Our word is scripture. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever made a mistake on this podcast. No. Remember that one time Anthony said that Wachowski's are directing Matrix 4? Right. It's happening. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's, it's not correct. Yeah, like, I will. He's but not it wrong. Will You're not wrong. You're not it wrong may, yet. It may happen. It may happen. You're not wrong yet. You never know. Uh, yeah. But speaking of questions, though. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with our first question. Let's do it. Who would okay. like to read our first question? First of all, <laughs> the user of this question, yeah. make, uh, that, that's it's amazing. Anthony, you already have a fan because their name yeah. is AnthonyFan69. Uh, and that's not you, right? You didn't write this question. No, no, no. no. Are you sure? Okay. I'm pretty sure. And it's, okay. not, it's, not, it's not Melissa. Okay. No. Okay. So AnthonyFan69 writes in, what is the best LGBTQ film of 2018 and 2019? Anthony, I love you. We got a fan, Anthony. Yeah. Got fan. I got a, got a fan? super fan right or now. Or a stalker. Probably, what's, what's the difference but, though? Probably both. Yeah. What's oh, the difference? Fan really? is like, you know, that I like that guy, but Stalker is like We don't know yet. I'm gonna follow we that. We also guy. don't know yet. We'll yeah. find out. We'll like find that. out. <laughs> Who yeah. wants to go first though? Um I'll go first. Sure. I'm gonna say Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Oh, great movie. Fantastic one. Fantastic. Set in Italy as well. I love Italy. It is yeah. twenty seventeen though when it came out. But I mean, uh, but when it yeah. when it's Oscars though? Twenty eighteen. And that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> the Oscars. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic movie. Fa- I mean, fantastic. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Uh, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yep. Yeah. Um, that guy that's in almost every film nowadays. He was in in uh, Steve Jobs as well. Uh, he played uh, the programmer. Yes, yes, yes. I always forget his name. Uh, I'm actually gonna look it up. Right we're gonna now, get it. Uh, we're gonna pull that up because we are never Mike, wrong. Michael on this Michael Stolberg. Stolberg. Yeah, of course. How could we forget about Mikey? Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll recognize him, Anthony. 
This guy. Oh, the guy from the Coen Brothers movie. He was in the Coen Brothers sure. movie. That one. Fargo. He was in the show. He was in the yeah. Fargo show, and but he also did um, a serious man. Yeah, serious yeah, man. Yeah, and then Jobs, as you said, Jay, and yeah. or Steve Jobs, and, and Shape of Water, and Opposed. Oh wow, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, he's a doctor. He's one of the doctors that yeah. Doctor Strange doesn't like in uh, the beginning of Doctor Strange. I yeah. Oh, I totally Arrival forgot about well. that movie. Oh, he's an I love how oh, well, yeah. I love how we moved on to Doctor Just, Strange and comic books. Now. Yeah, we. But yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I think that's also. I mean, like in the recent years, like 2018 and 2019. I don't think I've watched many LGBTQ LGBTQ right centered films, films. centered right. films. Um, I have watched them like throughout my life. Of like course. I remember yes. um, back in school, I watched a movie. It's a Canadian film actually. It's called Crazy. C dot R dot A dot Z dot Y, and it's a it's actually a Quebec film about. It takes place in the '60s and '70s about a boy who's trying to find out about himself. And the whole film's French, but it's. I really enjoyed it. It's set to the tone of like the rock and roll music as well back oh, in the day, cool. like Pink Floyd and Rolling Stones. Yeah, mm. um, and I really enjoyed it. I remember watching it, and I, it stuck with me a lot. That's awesome. But yeah, the last two years or yeah. the year, I don't think I've seen much. Um, it's very yeah, true. Just like you guys, yeah. Moonlight is another one that comes to mind from recent yeah. years. That's yeah. fantastic. Yes. Um, also, Rocket Man as well too. Even though it's not, yeah, actually, centered. Yeah, right. Like I mean, centered on Elton John, and I think what I love so much about Rocket Man as well too is that. It wasn't afraid to show who he was, his addictions, his drug use, his alcoholism, his addiction to sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't afraid to shy away like Bohemian Rhapsody was that like this man, like he's gay and he wants to live his life the way he wants. And I mm-hmm. and I, I think that's so commendable for that movie to show that, right? Yeah, Not to shy away from it. Um, going back a couple of years, actually, a uh, director that I worked with, uh, fellow, my friend James, uh, he did a film called Haze. Um, and we when he set out the, to make this film, he... Did it with the intention of not um, shying away, I guess? shying away from it, right? Like he's pulling from his own experiences in life, and he didn't want. Uh, he wanted to portray his movie in a certain way, and I think he nailed it. Uh, I think it's out there on the internet. It's called Hayes. Uh, the director's name is James Resendez. Uh, so check that out. It's a really great film, and I actually did the score for it. So cool. Oh, wicked. Yeah, maybe we'll post that up on the Instagram. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Oh, yeah. Anthony Fan sixty nine. Thank you for that question. Thank yes, you. thank you. Uh, and continue please to write continue in. to write in. Yes. Yeah. And um, like, do you want anything from Anthony? Like pictures or <laughs> hair, hair, blood, uh, I, the water bottle that he's using right now. We're actually gonna sell. Yeah, that. we're gonna sell this water bottle. If you're watching this on YouTube, and yeah. again, you can watch this on YouTube, guys. We didn't mention that in the beginning. That's true. We didn't. Mm, that's your job, though. Yes, but it wasn't in the script. <laughs> he's like, yes, you're right. It wasn't in the script that <laughs> I have true. to read. But yes, you can catch us on YouTube under the channel This Time With. Yes. And you can have this bottle that I'm drinking. Right. It's a bottle of his sweat as well. How much is it going for? Right now, a dollar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Start, so, oh, okay, so it's market It's market value. It's very the MSRP market. for yeah. it. One dollar, but hopefully it'll be a hundred dollars. 25% gondola already. Okay. okay yeah, cool. but that's, that's what... <laughs> we that's the, the value. Don't forget the jingle. You will, we always Let's the jingle. head over to the news. Do, 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 do. Yes, we did yeah. it. We got it. Yeah. We got it. So it. we've actually had quite a bit of news this week. Yeah, it's a, um, it was a healthy week. A healthy week of news. Let's start off with one of the biggest news. Uh, Christopher Nolan's new film reveals cast and title. And this is coming from our good boy, <laughs> Boris, Boris Kidd. Kidd. Uh, and this is the from show. the THR. For those of you who don't know the THR, that's the Hollywood Reporter. Yes. Ah. 
So they do know Boris though. Boris was they got to know no, Boris. Boris. He's been on the show like every episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's always supplying. I'm waiting for his question <laughs> or his stock. Maybe, maybe he's Anthony Vance's Maybe. Um, so what's happening with this movie? What do we got? There's like I think every actor on the planet is yeah. joining this movie. It looks like. Uh, so we got the official name for this movie. It's called Tenet. Tenet. It's T- a T E N E T. Is it a heist movie? Uh, so it's the it's centering around the world of international espionage, mm. and that's literally all we got of it. Uh, a few weeks ago, we got that Robert Pattinson, our new Batman, is going to be in it. Yep. Elizabeth Debicki and John David Washington. Uh, yes. And we got some new cast members now joining. We have Aaron Taylor Johnson, Kenneth Branagh, and of course Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine talks he like he doesn't miss it, man. He's always there. He's always there. Was, I, yeah, I think, he wasn't. Yeah, he was in pretty much every movie. He did Dunkirk as well yeah, too. He, he was a voice. Uh, he was a voice on the radio yeah, as well. He too. did Incep- uh, Inception. He did Interstellar. Prestige, Prestige. All the Batman's. But he didn't do Memento. No, that was be- no, no. That was he was. Their... He was an extra. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was an extra. <laughs> he played Al Pacino's jacket in a scene. You don't remember that in Memento. Oh, Memento. I Memento, no, yes. I was like, wait, Al Pacino was in his jacket. <laughs> and, oh, you mean Insomnia. Yeah. yeah. Insomnia. Sorry, insomnia. I was thinking of Insomnia. insomnia. Yeah. Cool. It's actually being filmed in 70 millimeter IMAX. I mean, that's not surprising at all. Yeah, I mean, that's, Nolan's doing his thing, you know? That's, yeah. That's Nolan. I'm so excited. Though. I'm waiting for the 85 millimeter IMAX. Maybe one day. One day. Yeah. You think Do you so? think Nolan will ever start shooting in digital? No. You ever? think he'll always ever? be fiz- no. uh, like a film? Yeah, I think so. He hates digital. He hates it. I watched the... Side by Side, right? Side by Side, Keanu Reeves documentary, right? Yeah. Was it that one or was it the other one, Shadows? Uh, side by these Side is Shadows. With, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves is Side by Side. Yeah. But These Amazing Shadows, is that the one about uh, film? I think the, the, the Keanu Reeves one is yes, film and digital. It is, yeah. It's basically versus... directors like talking about what is good about yeah. film when it's good about digital it's a really good watch i think it's on netflix if you guys want to check it out but yeah. uh, it's really interesting to get the perspectives from all these famous directors out there in the world and yeah. saying why they like shooting in a certain way yeah that was one of my favorite ones i think when i look at when i look back to like film there's pros and cons to both for sure there's so many pros and cons like, and you know if you're going to be doing cg you're going to shoot digital if you're right. not then film but then you, if you want to do you know more efficient filming then you do digital. digital. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, for us, I, I don't think we're snobs either way. No. Right? Like, obviously, when something's shot in film, I'm like, you could tell they're like, oh, there's a cool look to that. Um, but I think digital is so close nowadays that when you start doing like effects and things like that on it, like you can't really tell the difference as much. So, yeah. Anthony, what's the best way you can describe digital and film with a difference, like for our viewers out there or listeners? So one uses um, a hard drive to capture footage, and the other one uses uh, actually film to capture footage. Mm-hmm. Right. So digital, like like shooting on our phones and yes. things like basically just anything a more expensive that, version of that. Yes, anything that captures the and the process a, between the two basically. Well, digital will be much cheaper, right? For um, sure. More takes. You don't have more to worry takes. about resetting scenes as much. Yeah, right? you don't have to do dailies. Right. So dailies were a process where you would shoot, um, for instance, one day, and then in the morning you would review that footage to see if anything came out <laughs> right bad, bad, right, yeah. right. So that's tough. With digital, you can actually capture it and see it right away. Right. Um, also, film is much, much more expensive. Right. Um, especially if you're shooting IMAX 70 millimeter. Right. And that's it's not, really expensive. And it's not to say that dailies don't happen anymore, because I guess like with the director sending the like, studios cuts to watch, but it's like the difference between uploading something on a on the internet and sending it to them versus yeah. actually sending it to like a company to actually develop it and then mm-hmm. wait for that and then see if what you shot yeah. actually. 
that Let's, guy who's running to get you know, it processed by the end of the night. It's to, crazy. Yeah. No, it's, Christopher it's, McQuarrie still shoots in a film as well, yeah. director of Mission Impossible. Yeah, there's a cool little uh, Easter egg. So he was on uh, he was on another podcast, not ours yet. Oh, not um, yet. But I, I think it was Complex. I'm, I'm not too sure. This is the one, the... the like uh, the six-hour one that he did? Uh, macaroni. Yeah, I'll look, I'll look into it. Yeah. I haven't seen it We're, we're going to get the, the official word with this one. But basically, the final shot in Mission Impossible Fallout, where Tom Cruise is in the, the hospital bed and he starts laughing yeah and it kind of cuts to white and it burns out that's actually the end, end of the, of film, the film reel wheel? yeah that wasn't like a, a post-digital shot like and christopher mcquarrie was like shocked he's like that's that's the end that's it right there like of how yeah. perfect that was so that and was also actually the end of the film reel film does give you different looks <laughs> for sure you know different grains and different manufacturers of film Definitely. give you different types of looks captures the light right yeah right. Um, so it was from Empire. Empire, that's it. Empire. Com- complex, I don't think. Yeah, not only complex. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah, complex. Empire, Empire podcast. Yeah. Uh, really great uh, guy, uh, great guys over there. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to yeah. see this One year. Christopher Nolan movie. One more year. I'm so excited. So they they just started shooting though, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no okay. idea. I don't, I don't even know if they've begun shooting yet. They have no script yet. Cool. Oh, and who's doing the score for it? Oh, yeah. that's That was another uh, change up. Yeah. They announced that it's going to be our good friend. Ludwig Gor- uh, Gorgensen. Gorgensen. Yeah. yeah, who did the score for Black Panther. Uh, he's a fantastic composer. So Hans is like actually a... busy doing Dune uh, uh, with Denis. Hans. So he good actually, Hans. Uh, yeah. he's not working with Nolan for the first time in a long time. Forever, so. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ludwig also was one of the main producers with Gambino as well, yep. Challenge Gambino. So yeah, so yeah, good. we're we're in for uh, we're in for a show tonight or yeah. in a year from now, I should say. Yeah, cool, cool, very cool. Um, let's move on to Sony Interactive. Yeah, what's happening with them? So <laughs> yeah, Shane, we'll take this one. Yeah, no. Um, so Sony Interactive is launching a unit to adapt games for film and TV. Um, this comes from Patrick Shanley of the Hollywood Reporter. So Sony Interactive Entertainment, who as you know, does PlayStation. Um, they're launching something called PlayStation Productions, and it's a production studio that will mine the company's extensive catalog of video game titles for film and television. It's going to be headed by someone named Assad Kizilbash Kizil, and overseen by the chairman of the Worldwide Studios, Sean Layden. Sean Layden, who we met Yeah, we met, yeah. PlayStation yeah. experience. Uh, it's already in production on its first slate of projects in a setup shop in Culver City. On why? Sony Pictures lot. Yeah. Why though? Why? Why do we need this? Like, do you like? I just like let. I just feel like, especially for PlayStation, PlayStation first party games, God of War, Last of Us, Uncharted, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, they're in a place right now where it's like they're just pumping out these amazing games. Yeah. Why do we need? It makes sense though to adapt it. Like, I, I don't. I'm not disputing that it makes sense. It's no, just no. Like, but why do we need to? Like, I agree. We don't. Yeah. We don't need it. It's just like I'm actually surprised it took this long for Sony Very to true. do this. Because I mean, like, it's not like they're Microsoft where they don't have any entertainment business at all. Of course, and it's they're, Sony. They're in the film industry right, already. They're right? in the film. They're in the television industry, and they're in the gaming and electronic industry. So why did it take this long? Yeah, the quote. Sean Landon had a quote this week, also saying that he's like they saw what Marvel's been doing, and they want to do that as well so it's, it's hard not to see it almost like not like cash grabby a little bit but it's a little bit yeah uh i don't know it just i like i, I love these properties but do we need to see them unless oh. they're making original content which they're not they're like they're powers. making the game <laughs> yeah. and then they'll probably make the movie based off that game maybe yeah so i don't think they would go right because they're they're the whole process the whole concept of this studio is to adapt games that they've made right so and i to, feel like it's just it in-house under their watchful eye they're right? trying to bank on game gaming movies and right maybe they they lead gaming movies into you I mean, know a, a new, new generation a change, yeah. yeah because 
What was the last great gaming movie? It's true. Well, Pro- notoriously, Pikachu. yeah, video game films, yeah, don't do well. I mean, we enjoyed Tomb Raider. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah, Tomb Raider, yes. Yeah, Tomb Raider. It was, it was, out of all the video game films, I think it's one of the better ones. Right. Because I, I can't think of any really good video game Right, but it also wasn't... Detective Pikachu. It wasn't, like, original. It didn't feel... Because it was no, no, following no, no. The, the game so heavily, It was right? very much following the game. Um, I do see this, though, as at least almost like how Marvel kind of brought everything under their roof. I'm Hopefully there will be a, a quality assurance level now with these movies. Yeah. That Sean's going to be like, hey, you know what? These are our properties, and we're going to make sure... Um, we're going to treat them right. I think they also said that they're doing a Twisted Metal TV show. Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. And the Uncharted movie, too, with Tom Holland, which we haven't really seen much about since it was announced. Or even the last of us film with La- Maisie Williams. With Maisie Williams, yeah. Is Tom Holland playing Drake? Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake yeah. Like oh. a young version of him. Oh, cool. But is that still happening? We have no idea. Yeah. Like, I feel like Maisie was attached to that since, like, oh, 2012. That got <laughs> dropped pretty much. Yeah, yeah so, like... So. We'll see. We'll She's see so much happens. older now. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the good news is that of this is that it's under their roof and Sony is a film company as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping it's just not just throw away like, content, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's move on to actually a video game being moved into a movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is, a, which is a Star Wars video game, mm-hmm. um, is going is in the works to become a film. And this is from Kate Arthur. Of BuzzFeed. Yeah, I think our first BuzzFeed story on yeah. uh, our podcast. She this is not... Night. Usually BuzzFeed <laughs> is, you know, top 10 ways of... Top 10 films being turned into video games. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> Maybe, is this from that Which article? video game movie are you? <laughs> so wow. I'm a big fan of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. That's actually a story I would like to see like, in a movie. Into a movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, the nice thing about that too is that this is thousands of years before the Skywalker saga. Yeah. So you could just create whatever world you want. Yeah. I just want I just want to see like I think the thing I love most about the prequels is all the light the lightsaber duels and just how cool yes. those look. So I want you have more that lightsaber a, duels. Lots of like hundreds of thousands of Jedi and yes. like Sith, Sith and just like going going at each other. I'm excited. I'm foaming at the mouth right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Dan, take it easy, man. It's just a rumor right Guys, now. No, this is the cold medication. Is it a rumor? Me. No, I'm just. I, no, I this is not. I think it's pretty much official. It hasn't been confirmed by Lucasfilm uh, yet, yes. uh, but there's been three sources close to the project that have confirmed this. Mm. So this is written by. Uh, oh God, Leita. Leita, Cal Greed. Is she from the Star Wars? I was universe? Say. Cal- Calogridis. Calogridis? Writer Calogridis. of Avatar Shutter Island. Wow, so... So that, yeah. there's a resume there, right? Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Well, I don't know about the stories of those two movies, but <laughs> But I mean, sure. at least Avatar for world building and Shutter Island for maybe some more personal stuff. There's... For craziness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really honed in on that. Yeah. But I mean, this is cool. I yeah. mean, I'm down for more Star Wars. Again, this is supposedly another trilogy, so fit this in the timeline wherever but yeah yeah cool um moving on to rotten tomatoes so rotten tomatoes revamped the movie audience scores to focus on verified ticket buyers so this is from todd spangler of variety so this is so what they're doing now is they're going to be verifying that you've watched this movie by verifying the ticket that you've watch this movie right so you can write a review is that the that's that's exactly it some of this which is really really cool so this is pretty much only for users in the united states right now right uh but because we actually shay and i actually went to go see rocket man last week 
Uh, and it's because I bought that through Fandango, which is the United States ticket purchasing website. It actually let me review Rocketman, mm. which is pretty cool. So basically, what would you give it? I gave it five stars. Nice. Yeah. So literally, I gave a little review. I said, listen to our full thoughts on the movie podcast as well, too. Oh, <laughs> a little shameless plug. Um, shameless plug. But yeah, so it won't. It doesn't go live until the movie comes out, which is oh, another right, which right, is another right. change that, that we spoke about a couple weeks ago on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it let me write my review, and I had to verify through Fandango, basically opened up a pop-up window and made me sign in and it confirmed that I bought that ticket. And when I also went on the site, it showed, I think AMC and other movie sites are coming. So hopefully they'll bring it across the pond with Cineplex as well. Yeah. Um, but I think this is great. I think this is really important to kind of stop that review bombing and yep. all that stuff. Do right? you think people will buy tickets to just review bomb? <laughs> Probably. Man, I, you know what? That's 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 <sighs> commitment. Like, if you're buying a ticket and not even watching just a movie. Just to troll a film. Just to troll a film. Damn, that's, you know what? That's a whole nother level. <laughs> That's like almost like you got to give it to them, right? Just, You're yeah, like, oh wow, it. you thank you, I guess, for supporting the <laughs> you, movie, you supporting the movie, but not supporting, but then it. also trashing it. So we're gonna get a sequel still. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that it does this, right? But I do like the, I like how Rotten Tomatoes has like actually pushed these new initiatives sure. in a such a short span. Yeah. That they're changing the way people are, you know, reviewing movies. Definitely. Which and is really good. And Fandango was owned, or Fandango owns Rotten Tomatoes. Correct? Yeah. Th- or the other way around? Fandango uh, owns... Yeah, yes, Fandango yeah. owns Rotten yes. Tomatoes. So, like, it's... it's like, doesn't Warner Brothers own Fandango? I believe so, yeah. So, it's, it's interesting mm. that this never has... This hasn't come into effect yet. Uh, but I think it's smart thinking for Rotten Tomatoes. And hopefully, going forward, it's only going to get better with this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's crazy how... Um, Fast and quick, Rotten Tomatoes blew up. Like I remember in the beginning, like really hearing about Rotten Tomatoes, I I never used to use it as a source yep. because the way I feel like the reviews are kind of like aggregated on there is very confusing. Like people always see like, oh wow, ninety percent. That means the movie's a nine yeah. out of ten. Can you want? Can you break it down? What yeah, that I'm, means? I'm yeah. About to. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the way Rotten Tomatoes technically works is that ninety percent of the let's just say if the movie gets ninety percent, yeah, that means ninety percent of people have given it a good rating, which means it's I think six and above. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anything, 60% and above. 60% and above. So 6 out of 10 and above is considered technically a positive review, which right. goes towards that higher score. Mm-hmm. So if not, if everyone gave this, everyone gave a movie 6 out of 10, which... I you, think 3 out of 5 is also a positive review. Right. So right. Oh yeah, I was just breaking out by 10. Right. But like, yeah, um, 3 out of 5, for example. If everyone's giving a review that's even like a 6 out of 10... A six out of ten is just okay. Really, yeah, it's still fresh, it, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, like if I tell you a movie six out of ten, you're not gonna go rush out to see it. No. Right. But if I tell you a movie is ninety percent, you're gonna go out to see it. I'm like, it. oh yeah, this is this is getting good buzz. So right? it's almost like a little bit of a perception thing when you right. look at it. Like, oh wow, ninety percent is amazing. Yeah, but then you gotta look at the actual score for the movie. Right. And then it breaks it down by oh, it's actually a six point six out of ten. Right. Or and a you, seven out and of ten. And you have to be a verified critic as well too Correct. to be um, to have your review count towards that, even as though there's well. some super trolls, super weird uh, outlets that are on there as well too. But if your website gets a certain amount of hits, and you could prove that's Rotten Tomatoes, you basically get to be part of that and become a aggregated score on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, one day we'll be there. Yeah. One day, one day, but today's day. not that day. But also, we don't do numbered reviews here, so we, we probably won't be. Reviews, yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. Just, um, we do. We'll we just, just do, do pod, uh, the Rotten we do Tomatoes fingers podcast. up. Yeah, fingers, fingers up. up. Yeah. 
12 fingers out But of do 30. you guys only use Rotten Tomatoes, or do you use other sources, and uh, you kind of combine it to make this master... <laughs> master number. score? I kinda, master score. It's funny. Meta- Metacritic? <laughs> when you look at Metacritic versus Rotten Tomatoes, it's very different. Oh, very mm-hmm. different. Uh, or because, IMDb. Or IMDb as well. So you, IMDb is a, is a pretty good gauge sometimes. <laughs> if you see anything over 8 on IMDb, you're like, oh, it's gold. Shoot, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, even because iTunes implements Rotten Tomatoes as yes. well, too, right? Like Steve Jobs said, I go, that's probably the number one source people go to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually Rotten Tomatoes, I'll just glance at it, but I don't put too much stake yeah. in it either. I personally do Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And then I combine it and then I calculate it with a little calculator. And I'm like, <laughs> you got the, okay. medians, the median and level? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. And, and then, then you I, decide and if I you're go going outside and I lick my, my finger and I measure the wind and I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, I'm going to go watch this movie. <laughs> that's a Tuesday watch. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah, have a great I, process here at the movie it's, podcast. It's, it's, it's scientific. I, I agree with you. I also use IMDb too because if I look at IMDb and the movie's sitting at like a 6 out of 10 and then I go to like Rotten Tomatoes and it's like 98%, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Something's up here. Let's really calculate this. IMDb has so, so, like it has like um, a more... A harshness to it. A hard, yes. Yeah. It's like raw. Yeah, because I feel like with IMDb, it's almost like um, Letterboxd is pretty much getting there too where it's yeah. like if you're on IMDb or if you're on Letterboxd or any of these... Film sites like you're almost like the next level of movie fan at this point. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people are starting to treat it as such. Rotten Tomatoes is more general. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is cool. I'm yeah. I'm happy for these changes with Rotten Tomatoes and hopefully it will show Cineplex. One Definitely. Day. Cool. Cool. Let's head over to the box office. Ching. <laughs> That's that my is? box office. Throwing new ones Damn, every week. Ching. Ching. It's also very cute. Like I like it. Like, it's like, oh, I love that yeah. it wasn't like. Cha-ching. My voice kind of squeaked a bit. I'm going through like. puberty again. Cha-ching. So oh, that's yeah. Good. That's good. Uh, but yes, let's talk about what was number one this week. Uh, it's, it's looking to be Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. Right Aladdin. now, currently sitting at about eighty-six million. Cool. And it's a long weekend this weekend as well, too, in the States. Yep. So, it will, I think weekend projections are looking around. About 100 mil. Not bad. Very good for yeah. them, yeah. And it's tracking higher than originally was, because originally it was, it was looking around 70 to 80. Yeah. So, good for them. Guy, That's great. Guy Ritchie must be so happy. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I'm never going to make a movie again. Uh, oh, my. He's got a British accent, though. Yeah, I can <laughs> Anthony damn it. almost attempted it. Uh, yeah, and then we got John Wick uh, chapter three, which last week obviously was number one, and yep. sitting at number two now. How much did it make this weekend? This... Uh, at the moment, right now, it's twenty-four mil. Okay, that's pretty. That's a pretty solid second yeah, week. For dropped John. about fifty-seven percent, which I feel like is average for most movies to drop about sixty percent. Yeah. yeah, the second week. Uh, Avengers Endgame still sitting at a cool third place right now. My God, it's it made sixteen million so far. Wow, uh, which is bringing its total gross to. 2.6 right now. 2.677. Wow. Th- I think it's 110 out from Avatar right now. Ooh, it's getting close, too. Just... It's very close. Now, now, no, just thinking like now all these other movies are coming out. True. And slowly Avengers will kind of yeah, kind it, of fall off. Yeah, because we got Godzilla this week, then we got X-Men, then yeah. we got like Toy Story and everything coming down the pipeline. So I think... Do you think they'll hit it? Well, domestically they beat them, right? Yeah, yes. it's already beat domestically. So here in North America, it's about right now 111 million away from the worldwide. It's crazy. Total. That's a lot of money, though. I think it is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I think Endgame is going to stay in theaters until like August. You think so? Yeah, because eh? like Infinity War was in theaters for a long time. You're right. So like, if they even if it has like, if it's making it being like slowly a million a week, chipping yeah. away at it, I think it may be able to do that. I keep seeing uh, like tweets and articles saying 
Endgame underperformed. I'm like, it it's the second highest grossing movie of all time. Like, what what are you expecting? What it's it's because it's it's a movie. Articles. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie that you think everyone would have watched and made it the biggest movie of all. But they pretty much and then Avatar, which wasn't as promoted right as Avengers, it and had it had the, like the marathon run of Avatar, yeah, right? Just because it had, there was no competition, right? Yes. December release with nothing. But back then, when January, February, March had no big films coming yeah. out. Now, January, February, March is looking stronger every year. Yeah, this is yeah. 10 years ago, Avatar, right? Yeah, 2009. Wow. Oh my gosh, well, 10 years already. Eh? Damn. What were, you, what were you guys when Avatar came out? <sighs> I was in school. Oh, I was, okay. in, I was uh, in university. I was in grade... Nine? Wow. That was a great 10. Damn, what the... F- I, was old. <laughs> I was in first year college, yeah, and I went to uh, Montreal Ooh, to you watch gra- You graduated in 2009, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you were just December, graduating that year, right? Well, December 2009, so I had oh, already yeah, graduated. Okay, so I was grade 11. So I was, yeah, it was first year, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, watched uh, in Montreal. It was in oh. French. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have left the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys saw it in 3D, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because that was like the thing. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, you had to go watch yeah, it. That's, there's no other way to see the movie. Yeah. There's no other way. No. <laughs> they made you watch it in 3D. That's yeah, true. And cool. What else? Nice Brandon Posner. What else? Uh, who else in terms of block, uh, box office? There was one movie that was released. Aladdin, John Wick, and Avengers 1, 2, 3, right? Yeah. And Brightburn number... also came out. Oh, yes. Bright... Gotta um, give credit to Brightburn. Brightburn and Booksmart. And so Brightburn, actually, it's funny because we talked about how much this movie was made for. And so far, so the movie was made for what? Six mil? Six seven, mil. IMDb is saying seven mil. Seven okay. mil? Seven Six mil. to seven million. Six, seven 6.5 mil. Yeah. mil. Okay. okay. Well, we'll make Agreed. it a cool 6.5. It made 7.5 so far. Okay. Which is underperforming for it. Underperforming, yeah, because yeah. I think they were they were projecting like twenty million for this movie. Really? Yeah, but I mean, hey, they made their budget back already, so they made yeah. their budget back. Um, really proud to see that Booksmart did about six point five. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's directorial movie, and I think they were also upset about that too. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's hard. But Detective Pikachu like also like it, it stayed around. Yeah, yeah, it's sitting at thirteen mil this week. Okay, not bad, not bad. Yeah, but these movies like Brightburn and Booksmart, they only really. Um, Opened in half the amount of theaters that it's true, yeah. Very, yeah. I just it's just hard. Like you're coming out this time of year. Like we're in May right now. People are coming off those Avengers, John Wick, Pokemon weekends. Like the I feel like you got to be a bit more strategic where you're placing these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what did you guys think of Brightburn? Did you guys see it? <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, 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 we all saw, saw it. it. Yeah, we all saw it, right? <laughs> yeah. That was for YouTube. I wanted, oh yeah, I get everyone to smile. Yeah, what did you guys think of Brightburn? Um. It was I I liked the premise of it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really liked I the did. premise of it, and I and I, there were some really cool moments in the movie too. I just thought, even though it was a ninety minutes long, it felt a little felt longer than it needed. Yes, to be. it did. It 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 was a little bit of a a, a lag slow in slow burn. Slow burn. Yes. Instead of a bright burn, it was a slow burn. Um, yeah. But what I did like about this movie was the the concept of the um, the parents. So the story is it's based off of the off of the Superman origin where, you know, an alien is brought down to earth and it's a baby and these two earth parents raise it. But then it leads to this, this character becoming very evil. So it's the opposite of Superman. Right. 
But they really focus on the parents and how they deal with this kid, which is mm. something you don't see and you've never seen in a Superman story where right. you they focus on the parents. They they talked about it a little bit in the act in Man of Steel, right? But you really don't see like how they personally right. deal with it. And, and I thought and, the chemistry yeah. was great between. The, it was great. I really loved it. Like I think out of the standouts in this movie yeah. was Elizabeth uh, Banks. Mm-hmm. And as the mom, and what's the dude's and name? Roy from The Office. <laughs> Whoever uh, his name. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was gonna say, other than like a show like Smallville, which is a twenty-four, ep- a ten season, twenty-four episodes, you have that time to do yeah. that. Um, my only thing is because these parents were so loving, I didn't buy the turn the kid takes. Right. That's you to be evil. That's yeah. That's like, the only that's thing. The like, only I, thing. I, they Unless... could have done more. I think they could have done more with like this alien ship that he had was it possessing yeah. him like there's there's a lot of questions i yeah. feel like the, yeah they're, they're trying to set up a lore uh, by the way his name is david denman david denman is roy david, right? yeah david okay. denman he plays kyle Breyer. so yeah the 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 idea for me is that it it went it went almost it's weird i don't want to say too quick but his turn was sudden it was a hard left turn hard left turn yeah. and then it just it's almost as if the the director wanted you to be like you should know some of this lore already like right. you should pick it up from whatever superhero comics you know superman think of that yep. and then like let me just show you this movie that i have right but then it takes so long to really get to like the action or like right. the intensity or, of this film. or why this kid is just turning on his family and his aunt and uncle and like these like people that he knows in school like it's it's mm-hmm. not earned enough i don't think and no. i don't mean to sound pretentious saying that it's just you're watching I'm like oh that, that kid's kind of a dick why is he doing that like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make sense why he's always yeah. do, making some of these choices very true that right. was that was probably the one of the cons from from my from watching right. it it's like this kid just turned evil too quickly yeah because he was brought up in like in a such loving, a home, loving right? home yeah you know you just don't unless there's you know something that we're missing um but yes what did you get what would you give this movie I say stream it, stream for it, yeah. like check it yeah. out, check it out at home. I thought know? this. I thought for for the budget, it got quite a bit of like the the CG was quite good. Yeah, for for six million dollars, like yeah. the only one shot. I mean, and I don't want to spoil it, but towards the end, there's a shot that looked a bit rough yeah. per se. But other than that, I think it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there were moments I think where it's almost too uh, gratuitous, like it was too violent. Mm-hmm. Or like it's almost like jarring of how I think they were just going for the shock value almost too much, and you're yeah, just like, yeah. that's uh, it's that's, almost like that's, that happened. That's what they wanted to use the budget towards, yeah. right? Uh, cool, yeah, cool. Um, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Yeah, what do we definitely. got. Oh, oh actually, actually, sorry. Yeah, I, I trailers. Actually, uh, let's talk about trailers. I actually threw in a little uh, curveball with you there. Yeah, bringing back a, a returning segment called new dates. New dates. Yeah, new dates. New Sorry, this, dates. I don't think it's updated on your end, Anthony. Yeah, because you sent me the document. Why would it? Why would it? <laughs> why would it update? A little and let's end the yeah. podcast. But here. not too many new dates for us, though. But I'll let you take over from here. Okay, so we got Sonic coming out February fourteenth, twenty twenty. Yes. So that's a huge new date because that was supposed to come out October, October of, of twenty nineteen, yeah. and that is because they're changing his look. And I guess the animators just couldn't do it in yeah, four months. They were telling the director, nah, man, that's not like, happening. Dude, you need to, like, <laughs> calm down. You made us make this movie. We're not yeah. Sonic animator. You know what I'm getting? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're All not fast. as fast ah. as... Ah. Ah. Awful. Funny guy. Funny guy. Um, but it's funny, the picture that the director posted for this... Uh, he wrote, I think he did, like, a hashtag, no animators were, we're harmed, harmed in the yeah. making of this. And the picture of Sonic, he actually has gloves on instead of just having, like, weird... 
white arms like these like <laughs> sentient arms yeah, yeah so you could hopefully tell that they're going to but like I, where where is this guy finding the money to make this I, I think it's just uh paramount who's putting this movie out they're just like let's let's just not upset people let's try and make our money back for now they gotta redo all these posters eh yeah we saw <laughs> they so, gotta redo our like we they gotta wipe our minds wipe we, our we, minds men in black we gotta men in black so shay and i when we Such were in a... uh i don't think we got these posters here yet in canada but when we were at the regal cinema in buffalo last week for rocket man they had this giant theater standee. I'm talking like 10 feet tall of the the shot of Sonic sitting on the Golden Gate Bridge. And it literally looks like it's like he's taking a picture like, like a of his crotch shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, why would they with his weird like muscular legs? I'm like, why would you think this is good? It's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. And then we got Akira is finally happening. Which we predicted on this podcast, right? We did. Yeah. What yeah. we spoke about. Yeah. I mean, I'd say we, we willed it into we existence. We willed it into yeah. existence. So Akira is directed by... Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Who named his uh, son, I believe, Akira. 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 So um, this movie's coming out... What was the date you got there, Dale? May 21st, May 21st 2021. 2021. What year are we in? 2019. Yeah, if that looks familiar to you, that's because this movie's going up against John Wick Chapter 4. Parabello. 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 <laughs> what does that mean? That's uh that's for that's this, Latin. this is war good looking. Oh wow, okay. Ah. Bello is good you're 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 beautiful, I guess. Oh thank you. Oh thank yeah. you. He looked but yeah, in the eye when he, he said did. that. Too. Akira. This is great because people have been wanting this movie. I haven't because I love the the animated um version of this right. the, the original version i don't know why they have to make it but this is uh this is finally gonna happen yeah. we'll see if it if it uh and this is coming from warner brothers stays true and taika even said this week too that he's casting asian teenagers in this. japanese like, teenagers like they were they are making this proper they are not whitewashing it or doing it they're making they're making this as it should be hmm that's good. At least. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, so Scarlett Johansson is in it or not? We're not yes, yet. Okay. she not will play sure one of yet. the Do Asian teenagers. Is she playing the motorcycle? She's playing Akira. <laughs> Damn. Okay, cool. I'm down for that. I'm down yeah. for that. Cool. Um, but yeah, let's now move on to trailers. Oh, yeah. trailer of the week. Trailer. Ooh, trailer of the week. Do you guys have a trailer of the week already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. I think we'll all agree on it too. Okay, so let's Downton let's, Abbey. Let's, <laughs> let's let's say okay. I'll start off with Downton Abbey. Yep. Where we didn't watch. Did you guys I, watch this trailer? No, okay. I watched a trailer. Watch trailer. I've never watched. Oh, show okay. Before. I never watched. The trailer it. went right over my head. Like I was like, it it probably to someone who watches Downton Abbey, they were probably like crying, just coming, clapping yeah. like crazy, probably yeah. like throwing popcorn at the yeah, TV, it's like Game of Thrones. But I was really like. It it the trailer was cut in such a way where you had to have watched. The yeah, show. It, it was it was a, it was a trailer hundred percent for fans. For it's, fans, yeah. And I when that moment came, it's like oh the royals, and I'm like, what the yeah, hell next? <laughs> but if if you're into that, all the power to you. Just not for us, probably. Yep. Did, you, did you ever watch it, Anthony? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sit <laughs> oh, down and watch. Sorry. I'm gonna sit down on a Sunday night and watch Downtown Downtown Abbey. Now, okay, man. I mean, you could right? Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Um. Toy Story 4. Final trailer? Yep. Is this the final trailer? And this is probably my favorite trailer. Favorite trailer. That's been released so far for Toy Story. Man, the the, the animation in this, stupid. phenomenal. Yeah, it's the rain se- That rain sequence with Woody running around with Bo. Holy yeah. macaroni. <laughs> it looks it looks, it looks <laughs> Holy fantastic. macaroni. I, I just, I hope it delivers. Like, we're all huge fans of Toy Story yeah. here, so I really hope it does something for us. Yeah. But that was not the trailer of the it week. It was not. Do you, no, not for you. No. Okay. Um. Let's go on to uh, Terminator Dark Fate. 
bum, 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 bum. Man. I'm just, I'm feeling sad by that trailer. I feel like people thought this was going to be our trailer of the week. Yeah. A lot of, even people I've been talking to about this movie, they're, they were they were really disappointed with this trailer. It just, uh, and I'm coming, I'm not like a huge but Terminator fan. Then again, you know, it's a trailer, so yeah. it's a teaser really, isn't it? Yeah, this considered, it's more of a teaser. Is it's it's more a, of a teaser. Well, they did a awful job of teasing the wrong just, way. It just doesn't feel like anything really substantial happened in this. Like we see Linda Hamilton come back and like, it just kind of was just like, shoot like it didn't have any like effect when really she came into, it didn't it didn't do anything for me. me it did but it like it didn't it didn't like punch me in the face you know what uh, i mean for me it did though did it yeah. I'm, i don't i don't mean to say it didn't for anyone else i just i just trailer just the way it was cut she, i was just like pretty bad okay oh she's very 100 percent. but like i just it didn't really do much for me her voice was awful though like, yeah. like, <laughs> sounded like she had like a hundred cigarettes she looks like yeah. she has like a cooking show in prison like that's what it looks like <laughs> like i just so first of all i think the reason why her coming out wasn't so badass to me is because the rest of the trailer from the beginning was so poor cgi and oh just, man like that's i was already sure. so disheartened that when she showed up on screen i was like oh cool sarah connor what are you doing in here yeah i was like why are you in this movie right now like it just didn't look good right um and i feel like this is also the how many this is the third technically rebooted or next sequel this, of terminator yeah right? this is a true sequel this is the first true james sequel. cameron returns that, james that, cameron returns. so hard at that in the trailer because it's just like james cameron returns as producer i'm like cool like <laughs> thank you okay and Mr. story cameron. right he wrote the story i, I don't know if he, i don't think he wrote the script let's get a fact check on that. Mm, i'll fact check that for you guys I, i'm you guys pretty keep, sure he wrote doing your thing because i looked it up a couple of times oh did but, you Maybe I was reading something completely different. Are you reading on the Onion? Is that what you were reading on? But the CG. <laughs> okay, so there was good parts of the CG, but the Overall. CG of of the Terminator jumping out of the transport right. and throwing the uh, the spear or the that spear chunk of man. Does he look like he to me? And I messaged you guys. He yeah. looked like Neo in the Matrix Reloaded, plasticky. Yeah. And this is surprising because it's coming from a guy who. Is a like director a, who is a visual he knows artist. Effects, yeah, yeah, and it just Tim seemed, Miller is the director. Yeah, Tim film, Miller. Yeah. Um, just didn't seem like they needed to put that shot in yeah. if it didn't look a hundred percent. I'll be honest, like, and I know this is kind of such a reductionist like look at this, but like, if James Cameron was directing this, I'd care way more. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because it's Tim Miller. I'm just like I like he's a great, he's awesome. He's he made Deadpool, but Deadpool was very much Ryan Reynolds' baby first yes you know what i mean child so like with the fact that it's james cameron just in the producer so, chair i'm just like oh, okay so there are about one two three four five about five or six writing credits uh, for the story that is and james cameron is one of the story writers i guess you could say again with five other people technically okay um which means he probably said guys she called terminator um but <laughs> the screenplay that's written by david s goyer Mm. Which is uh, yeah, who did Batman Begins and and he directed Blade Trinity, <laughs> but I mean David's work. I mean I I like his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, he's a tap on he, click on his he's name. He's good when what's his? He's good when he's good when he's writing with other people. <laughs> yeah, well he yeah. has five other. But he's people writing, writing. So the people that he's writing with. Um, uh, he's writing with a guy named Justin Rhodes, who nothing we've seen yet of his come out. Yeah. So he's he was supposedly writing also the Green Lantern Corps film and he's writing Which um, we'll never see. Which we'll never see. And he's writing uh, Robocop Returns. Um and then he's writing with someone named Billy Ray, who his writing credits I actually 
I'm actually pretty good with. Um, Volcano, the old uh, Tommy Lee Jones film. Yeah. He's got Flight Plan in there, which is okay. He's got Hearts War, which if you remember that one. Um, State of Play. Hunger Games, Captain Phillips, Secret in Their Eyes, Gemini Man, Overlord. Yeah. So he's written, in my eyes, at least a lot good. Right. And I mean, if we can't judge a movie 100% Based on its writers. I mean, we look at a movie like Spider-Man Homecoming from the writers of National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Right? Well, the remake. And the remake. Yeah, yeah. Not the original. And no. also who did and went on to do Game Night. Yeah. Right? Um, so they're good guys. But actually. yeah, I just, I just wish that James Cameron, like, if he was really... Wanted to be involved with it more. I think it would have been cool for him to direct this. Mm-hmm. That's He's busy directing all seven of the uh, after All 17, films. I think. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So let's go on to um, our trailer of the week. Let's move on to our trailer. Did we talk yeah. about the Once Upon a Time trailer already? That's exactly. that, that is that's the it. trailer of the week. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> back. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Man. What a trailer. Oh, what a trailer. What a great trailer. <laughs> uh, who wants to speak first? No, you go, you go, you go. Man, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He oh. he just die, you Nazi bastards! <laughs> Anybody <laughs> ordering <laughs> sauerkraut? Yeah, oh, or burnt sauerkraut. Burnt sauerkraut. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, he's so good. He's he's just so good. And that scene where he can't remember his lines and he's just like in his trailer, <laughs> like stoop. I'm like, oh man, he's just god damn it. You could just tell it's like Oscar nomination, Oscar nomination, Oscar nomination. Yeah. What and, a trailer. This and is, just over, I think Brad Pitt, like, he looks great in the movie, too. And I mean, like, Kurt Russell's old, in this movie. How old is Brad Pitt now? 55. 55. Guy yeah. looks like he's 53 in this film. He's, <laughs> he's, dude, he can pass for 52. He looks, he looks he looks good. Great. He looks, he looks good. great. Shirtless as well. Yep. So um, we got um, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's playing Rick Dalton. Yep. And Brad Pitt plays Cliff Booth. So With Cliff, their uh, stunt double. Cliff Booth is um, Rick, Rick Dalton's stunt, stunt double. double. Yeah. And then we got... Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie playing Shannon. Uh, Sharon Tate. Sharon, Sharon Tate. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so Tim- this story revolves around that time period of the Manson murders. Yep. Yeah. I think they live next door to them. Yes. So the guy they got to play uh, Charles Manson looks really creepy. Yes. Uh, where's he from? I gotta, I gotta look this guy up. I think he, looks he killed a lot of people in 1969. Very uh, He does look very familiar. Yeah, he does. I'm, I'll look into it. You guys keep uh, telling me about your day. Uh <laughs> So yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah 1969 well cut, Hollywood, yeah. Music on point, clothing on point, haircut on point. Okay. Okay. Um, What's not on point though? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. The movie looked perfect. That trailer looked was a per- I would say tra- trailer of the year right now. Really? Okay. Starting yeah. as of yeah, that's 2019. Not bad. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. Um the only thing that's not on point is that we have to wait till July to watch this. That's the only thing. Yes. Two more months. But it was released at the Cannes Film Festival, yes. which is happening, which happened, I guess, this week. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it will be next week. Uh, but um, it didn't win any awards, but it got... Um, a lot of recognition. A lot of recognition. A lot of people liked it. Yeah. This is um, one of his best works, Quentin Tarantino's best works. And so. it's his ninth film. So he said he's going to retire at 10. Let's see if he keeps his word oh, on that. Um, he's not going to retire. Anthony, you, you were mentioning to me that there was some other news that came out of Cannes uh, this week. Uh, what, you know, oh, what, yeah. So yeah. the Palme d'Or, Palme d'Or, yeah. Palme d'Or uh, was given to a Korean film, which is the first Korean film to win this, um, the, the, we'll say the Cannes That's awesome. m- main award, uh, which is called Parasite. It's a story. It's like a horror <laughs> comedy. The award was called Parasite for a second. I'm like, that's a, they should change that. No, the, the award's called the Palme, Palme d'Or. Yeah. Or. 
And then the movie that won it is uh, Parasite, a Korean film. It's a, a horror slash comedy about two um, two people trying to figure out their way out of this parasite um, or get away from this parasite. Cool. Yes. Very, very cool. I'm excited. It's great. Yeah. Um, Rocket Man also premiered at Kansas Bowl, too, to a standing ovation. So hopefully. Uh, Which you deserved. 100%. So you guys got to see it before. Before everyone. Wow. Yeah. In, yeah. in where? Even before the Kansas. In Buffalo, unfortunately. In Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, they've, never been, they've never heard of the film capital of Buffalo? Yeah. No, it's you, not the same as the south of France. Cinema? But uh, It's um, so yeah, the that's... south of trash. Oh. <laughs> For all of our Buffalo, so oh, I'm just there. joking. This Take is the it's a joke. Uh, from this time with creators, Daniel this is Jabaz. the official apology uh, right from us, right from the mouth. We're gonna get a bunch of questions. Buffalo <laughs> fan 500. <laughs> the first 499 were taken. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, really, it was a solid week for trailers. Solid we got week. some big solid trailers, week. and hopefully next week we'll have another amazing trailer, just like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was. Yeah. yeah. What's coming out this week? Godzilla. Godzilla, Rocket Man. What's what's Godzilla's <laughs> Japanese name? Gojira. Go- Gojira, Gojira yeah. yeah. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. Rocket Man, Ma. It's a it's a it's a movie about yeah, an Italian guy. Octavius. Who, <laughs> he lives downstairs in the basement. And he just yells out, <laughs> Ma, Hey Ma, Hey Ma. And he joins a mafia. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we got always be my always maybe. Be maybe netflix uh, yeah so we spoke about this last week when the trailer dropped and literally it's out this week now what it's crazy we, we talked about this yeah this week? is the one with uh ali wong randall park oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and keanu yes keanu. i did watch the trailer yeah and yes it, it's weird right <laughs> it's a very keanu is very weird in this he played during the raptors game i think too. yeah i feel like it's but the keanu part wasn't in that trailer oh it wasn't yeah <laughs> so i feel like I feel like this is a movie like he literally shot like on a break from John Wick one day because he literally he had a like, gun in the he literally looks yeah. exactly he has blood coming on him. He's like, "Oh, give me those thighs! <laughs> I'm gonna beat somebody with them." <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. It's out this week, and I I'm excited to watch. It looks funny. Yeah. Cool. Um, what were, what are we watching? What did we watch last week? Uh, so we spoke about Brightburn already. Yes. Um, I watched uh, Aladdin. Shane, I watched Aladdin. Yeah. So you haven't checked that out Aladdin yet, right? No. Um, Shay is Aladdin super fan number one. That's me. That's his uh, email. So someone Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin super fan number one yeah. at ymail. Yeah. Oh, ymail. Okay, not yeah. AOL. AOL was taken. You're right. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna let ta- uh, Shay take point on this one. So Aladdin. Here's my thing. It was better than I expected. Right. Um, I thought it would be much worse, and I I walked out of it going, oh, I didn't hate it. I don't know if I'd watch it again or maybe I'd give it some time. One thing I will say, though, is that Will Smith was the best part about the movie. For sure. Um, Mina Masood, Naomi Scott were amazing in their roles, right. too. Like they, mm-hmm. I had no issues with them. I think, for me, it came down to the villain. And Jafar, I'm so sorry, just completely miscast. I'm sure he's great in whatever else he does, but he was not meant to do Jafar. And I don't think Guy Ritchie should have directed this film because... You can tell like he's trying to play like make some ode to the to the original, but those scenes get so quickly swept under the rug. Right, they're almost like tick check marks. Like they're like yeah yeah okay we'll see this quick right. line here or make this quick nod here, um, and then move on from there. Um, CGI was really rough at certain points too. Yeah, definitely. But, There's definitely some moments where you're just like, oh why why? But I and I don't think that I think people if they go into it they will majority of people should not come out hating it. Right, I think. I think um, 
with people like whenever I've asked people about this movie, they've either been like, "No, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want this to exist," or like, "Yeah, I can't wait for it." Like, there's, I don't, it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of people in the middle. No. Um. So we came out of there again. Will Smith was my favorite part of this movie. Um, Jafar, yeah, he just didn't do it for me at all. Not memorable. Um, the only thing I wish this movie did a bit better was when it deviated from the the original animated plot. Um, it tried to do its own thing. I really like the new song, mm-hmm. Speechless. Speechless. Uh, oh, speechless. <laughs> I've called it something different every time. Like Skyfall. Uh, speechless uh, that Naomi Scott sings. The only thing is that this, the song sticks out so much because it doesn't sound like a song written in 1992. No. It sounds like something that has come out now. It sounds like a Disney yeah, song. Like from 2019. So you definitely it definitely sticks out in the movie a little bit. Great song, but it sticks out. Um, and I just don't like... Where they changed things from the animated movie, it didn't just... It took away some character-building moments mm-hmm. where if you just kept them in or if you stayed a little bit closer to the original, then there you there would have been such jumps in right. this movie, which it feels like it takes a lot I, of I did like the, uh, her her friend or the, the handmaiden. Yeah, the handmaiden, the new... Uh, who plays it by... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. N- Nas- Nassim? N- Nassim Kadri? <laughs> Nassim uh, Kadri of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Toronto Maple Leafs. No, no. The, uh, I forget her name from SNL. SNL. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she played, uh, she was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was yes, on uh, a she bunch was. of stuff. Her name is Na- Nassim Padrad. That's it. Uh, yeah, she she was really funny. Uh, interesting that they kind of want to give the genie a little bit of a... Romance. A romance side story as well, like too. side ting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side ting, but... Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't think fans of the original Adam, you're not going to come out hating this. No. Um, but it, I don't think it's also one that you have to rush to go see either. No. Mm-hmm. So, like, check it out when it comes to Disney+. Plus. Audience score is doing pretty well, though. Yeah. So, what do you... So, going back to our um, live-action remake, remake yeah. episode, uh, we were talking about it. Does this movie add anything to the, we'll say... Lore? The, the, not the lore, but the... What I guess we're missing. What out. Aladdin brought through animation? No, no. I don't Did, think. I don't think this adds than, anything to the. Adds no, like nothing that would. Challenge. It didn't answer any questions or give me any what ifs. Um, if anything, like what I wanted to see was a close enough faithful adaptation right. of the original. And again, even the deviations they took, I was pretty much okay with except for when the song came in the second time right um the speechless song speechless came in the second song. time yeah right um but overall no i, I it didn't do it wasn't as magical the legacy in a sense, like it didn't it wasn't as magical no. um i think do you think we haven't gone to sequel yet to uh these live action disney remakes yet do you think the well, second maleficent movie, we are Malef- maleficent yeah but Maleficent is also kind of like a spin-off from a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, like it's, an it's not like a direct, type, yeah. it's not a direct adaptation. Do you think we'll see like Return of Jafar? Wonderland we did. Sorry, Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland we did. Do you think we'll see like Return of Jafar or? I I think that if they if this movie does well, they may do a sequel. Yeah. But, but I hope I, it's its own thing. I don't think they're gonna copy uh, Return of Jafar because Return of Jafar was the same animators that did the TV show, right? And you can tell there's a huge and dip in quality. They can get a Homer Simpson's voice to come they back. Get, they, to yeah, because Robin Williams was having beef at Disney that right. time. They had Dan Casalena do the uh, voice of, yep. of Jimmy, right. and then Robin Williams came back, I think, for King for three and for like all the educational videos and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love. Uh, here's the thing: if a sequel to Aladdin was announced, I'd be there opening night again. Like, I, I, I enjoyed it enough to be like, when this comes to streaming later on, I'd probably give it a watch. I'd yeah, put it on, but maybe, yeah. I'm not like itching to watch it. It's a movie. It happened, and again, I don't mean to sound so like 
just reductionist about it but it just it's it happened and it didn't it didn't bother yeah, me yeah. it just it was just like it was fine it was mm-hmm. good yeah. yeah cool um what else did what we did watch? yeah oh yeah what did i watch i watched time, um right? so i watched brightburn with you guys yep i also watched bad boys one and two nice because <laughs> i watched I, them a few weeks ago remember? yeah and i was like in i, w- I wanted <laughs> you know an action movie with with uh, explosions with comedy and it's just it's such a good movie bad boys one and two are great films such such movies of their time but so good yeah time stamped yeah very and they know what they are which is great yep but the comedy is gold like the chemistry between will smith and and martin lawrence phenomenal every movie every bad boys has a really cool car scene chase which is great yep uh actions on point like i can't wait for bad boys three yeah. Which is called Bad Boys... For Life? For Life. But it's just like, why wouldn't you save that for the fourth movie? Doesn't the the kid who, in Bad Boys 2, that comes, knocks on the door... Oh the my whole, gosh. Does he, does he not look like Kawhi Leonard? He like does look like Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> yeah. That's, who that's is the, the funniest... The champ right now the for the Toronto Raptors. On top of the world right now. So yeah. Kawhi, if you're listening, we want you to stay yeah. Yeah. for and another five show. years. And you can come on the show and we can talk about yeah. movies. If you don't want, you can just watch us talk just about come movies. And hang out, I know we'll you're, you're Raptors, a quiet you know? dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. What else did you watch? That's it. That's it. Nice. That's yeah, it. that is all I watched this week. I, um, <laughs> I watched, along with Daniel, we watched a, a Good Time, or a Good Time. Which it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Oh yeah, this yeah. was a movie I was supposed to watch, but yeah, I'm like, we were gonna, yeah, we we're going to watch it after the podcast recorded last week. Yeah, so this is Robert Pattinson, right. directed by the Shafi brothers, I believe. Sure. Um, oh boy. So yeah, this movie we we're like, yeah, let's put it on because we've we've been hearing such good buzz about it, and I, I, it's up there with one of the most boring movies I've ever watched. Yeah, I, I like I'm thinking about it is making me upset. I guess. It <laughs> wow. Was, it was on Netflix. It was the so. opposite of a good time for me, and I apologize yeah. to people that love the film. For I, sure. I, I think there is enjoyment for people in the movie. Yep. It just was not for me. It was no. super weird at points, and the film. This is a weird thing to say, but the film felt like a UK movie that took place in New York. In New York City, yeah. It's so straight. It literally looks exactly like... And the way they shot this film made me so uncomfortable. Right. Which like, worked in some scenes. Some scenes it worked, but like either it was too close up, um, the, the shots lingered for too long, it was a weird angle, and it just made me feel a little claustrophobic yeah. at certain points. And you don't, really, uh, you don't really know who to root for Or what's movie. going on, even. Yeah, because... Robert Pattinson and his brother in this movie—they're pretty—they're criminals, pretty much, right? Essentially, yeah. um, so like it's kind of them on the run, but they're doing really sleazy things. So it's just like, why should I care? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also watched. Yeah, I also watched uh, John Wick three last night again. Yep. Uh, and uh, and on Anthony's suggestion, I finished season one of Barry. What do you think? What do you think? I thought it was really good. Yeah. yeah Wait till you watch season two. It was. It it, it didn't ever made me like laugh super hard but i was just so entertained yeah um i really enjoyed that character the character the bald guy um oh, i forget his name like, oh the, the uh the chechen yeah the chechen. he's always just messing very yes it's he's, just so he's the chechen like gang leader but he plays like this like this normal guy yeah it's just so funny and like the whole time i'm just kind of like i love watching bill Hader. yeah and just the whole time it was just really funny Fun, and I'm excited to get to season two now, so I'll probably start yes. that tonight or so. Please, because season two just gets Wicked. on, like, goes on another level. Can't wait. And, it, and it, this season two is a lot better than season one. Really? Eh? Yeah. Okay, I, I got to finish season one. Uh, really yeah. quickly, my final one. I just I watched Creed two. Nice. Just because uh, my mom and my sister hadn't watched it yet, so we, uh, oh, we nice. watched it together. 
Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Cool. Very cool. So why don't we actually why don't we move to the topic of the show? What is the topic of the show? Topic of the show is so this is really a this is a fun segment. We're gonna actually we have a title generator, right? A movie title generator. A movie title generator, and we're going to randomly create movie titles and tell us basically create, create a synopsis. Right? Yeah, create like the the synopsis, some of the actors if we can. Yeah. yeah. So we we had such a good time doing this on last week's episode. Yeah. Right. I felt just I would, organic. It just or, organically, we did it with I think the Poison Rose and the Tomorrow and Man. Tomorrow Man. Yeah. Uh, that I'm like, you know, why don't we just play a game? We're, I think we're, we're what's the plot? What's the what plot? Call it? What's, the plot? what's the plot? What's what, the plot? Is there a theme song? What's the plot? Is it the Adam family? family? <laughs> sure, we'll use that. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony what's hates it though. Yeah. He yeah. Does. We'll think of a better one. Hopefully we'll we'll do this. This game should come back. We'll, yeah, this will be a reoccurring like game it. if you guys like it. Yes. Please. Okay. So I am going to our title generator right now. Who knows who's going first? Who's going first? So how about this? Okay. So this That was the sound of the generator being generated. <laughs> the title oh generator God. generates six random movies. Yes. Um and let's just try and go around. Come in as Okay, Daniel, you want you're to. starting number one. Okay, I'll start number one. I'm gonna go with title number one. It's called the Hidden Worlds. Hidden word. Hidden word. God. Yeah. Have you guys seen the hidden word? Do you know what's what the it, hidden what's word What's it about? So the hidden word stars Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Wow. And, oh my God, I'm forgetting her name. Um, Professor McGonagall from... Um, ah, yes. From Maggie Harry Smith. Potter, right? Maggie Smith. Yeah. So a lot not of Maggie's. A lot of Maggie's. Maggie Gyllenhaal plays a younger version of Maggie Smith and Whoopi Goldberg. They're working together again Wait, from... Is she playing also an older version of... Whoopi Goldberg? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Just okay. no. Whoopi Goldberg is playing her own self. The younger version of Whoopi Goldberg is being played by Timothy Chalamet. Mm. Yeah. So the hidden word. This is actually a secret sequel to Sister Act Two. <laughs> so it's Sister wow. Act Three, the hidden word. I didn't tell you guys about that first. Oh. Um, so basically, it's them going undercover again. They're in Russia, and they are trying to spread the word of music together. Maggie Smith, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Timothy Chalamet. Wow. What do you guys think? Would you? You guys I, haven't seen. You guys I, haven't heard about this movie it's, yet. It's, I think it's on my Netflix queue. Okay. To be honest with you. Yeah. What else is on your Netflix queue? Um. Well, I, I'm just trying to see this computer here. Uh, the husband. Oh, of, you took mine, you oh, bastard! <laughs> I won't take you it. You bastard! I won't take it. I won't because I haven't seen it, so I, I won't talk about it then. I'll talk about Woman in the Servants. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Woman in the Servants. First oh, of I thought all. you said the cervix. I'm like, that's, that's strange. <laughs> woman in the Servants. This actually, this actually stars Will Smith. Okay. He plays the woman. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a very controversial film. It was directed by, I believe, Roman Polanski. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. This movie is just shrouded with controversy, yeah, by yeah. the way. Um, and basically, Will Smith is, it's, it's funny enough, he's actually playing Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. And Renee Zellweger is playing. Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. So this movie, it, it it's really it's, it's weird. everywhere. It's very it's it's, it's very everywhere. It's, right. it's a lucid dream, basically, yeah. about a woman, um, again played by Will Smith, yeah. who throughout the years uh, is is servitude. Like it's almost like um, Lee Daniels the Butler. Yeah. But about a woman. Okay. Did this? 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll correct you. Will Smith and Jada met on the set of this movie. They actually met uh, before the filming started. Okay, yeah. Uh, at the production house. Right. Um, and I believe... Um, but when did... Wait, this mo- when does this movie come out? This movie? It came out... It was shot in 93. Oh, yeah. okay. But it just came out now. They just found it. It was, yeah, in, the, was, it was saying, in the vault. Timothy Chalamet was in it. There was like a boyhood thing with it, right? They shot... Seems like they, they added. <laughs> Wait, what? They added. <laughs> oh yeah, Tim, no, no. This is Timothy Chalamet no, Senior. No, they added. They, Timothy Dalton is what I meant. So oh. no, 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 no. They added Timothy Chalamet scenes after to make right. the movie seem like it was new. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they the, here's the thing again. So much controversy on this film. <laughs> they made it seem like um, the film was actually shot now, and they blamed it on. Uh, de-aging technology, but really the secret by the end of this film the is... De-aging technology? De-aging. De- <laughs> oh, okay, yes. De-aging technology. Of course it's controversial. This film was actually shot in the 90s, yeah. and then they reshot some scenes with Timothy Chalamet oh, in wow. 2017, I believe, oh. during uh, his scenes in uh, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what this movie's about. Very cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. I gotta so, watch it. Yeah. Have you guys watched the... The husband, husband of the dreamer. The husband of the dreamer. No, yes. I'm excited to see it. Though. So this movie is directed by none other than Ron Howard. Oh my goodness! And it stars Emily Emily Clark. Emilia Clark. Emilia Clark. Oh okay. Emily oh Emilia Clark. Clark. Yeah yeah. She plays the wife of Russell Crowe, who's a dreamer. What sorry? What is this movie called again? Sorry. The husband of the dreamer. Oh wow. Okay. Because this the, it's funny because on the generator. Um, I don't know what generator. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about uh, either. There's a there's a sequel to this called Children in the Dreamer. Yes, so that stars right. um, the cast of the well the the children of the of the first movie. Yeah, who are grown up now. Yeah, they grow yeah. up because they take on the you know the father's traits of dreaming, and so um, the short story, long story short, uh, Russell Crowe plays a dreamer who dreams a lot, and his wife Amelia Clark hates it. She hates how he dreams? Yeah, because he just keeps talking about it. Oh. And, you know, she she's just tired of the dreaming and right. the talking about the dreaming right. until she starts dreaming. When is when does this movie come out or has it already? This comes out blockbuster season. Whoa. Man. Yeah. It's coming out May next... 24th. This weekend? 2022. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's a, well, it's a few years out then, right? Yeah. So she starts dreaming the same dreams as Russell. And then she, they, they understand. They, they, this is the whole, is it whole the world. Inception, or is it in the same? No, world? no. Okay. And then all the, um, their kids start dreaming. Yeah. It's just, it's a very good. Uh, this is so twenty twenty two. That's the same year that the uh, the dying touch is coming out. Oh, Ooh. okay. What's the dying touch about? So di- the dying touch stars Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> Tom Cruise, and Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine. I don't want to scare you right yeah. now. Yeah. That's but weird. I'm looking at a screen at the moment that has Tom Cruise and Anthony Hopkins on it. Yeah. I think I might be looking one at one more. Say, say a female actress. Mona Lisa Smile. Are you looking at the? What say, just at? say, just then say I'm a name. Say it. Mystic, say it. Mystic Pizza. Mona Lisa Smile. Love Eat Pray. Julie Roberts. Yeah. Yo, Daniel's a psychic. Psychic. Yo, wow. have you That's seen that movie enough. where Daniel is in this podcast and he like tells <laughs> our history? That's crazy. So, so this is Dying Touch. Dying Touch. So Tom Cruise. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, who else did I say was in this one again? Joe Roberts. Oh, Timothy no. Chalamet. Not Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh Michael, Michael Caine. Caine is in this, and Andy Serkis. Basically, what happens with a Dying Touch is exactly what you think. 
but the opposite. So it's not like the Midas touch. No. So basically what happens is that Andy Serkis plays like a grave digger. Mm. And basically what he's doing is he's actually stealing the bodies from the coffin. And every time he touches them, he brings them back to life. That's, but are they like zombies? Or are no, they... they're, they're exactly who they were. The twist, though, is oh. that one of the people that he brings back is Michael Caine. Right? He brings them back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. But when Michael Caine, who is now a person who's been reanimated, whenever he touches somebody, they die. Yeah. That actually sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty, pretty cool, cool right? Who's directing this? You'll, I, I was about to say, you'll never guess who's directing this. I will never guess. Renee Zellweger. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. She, so she finished... It's her debut? This is her debut film after after Judy, after playing Judy Garland. Not Judy Greer. Not Judy Greer. She decided, I'm going to take a stab at the director's game, and she's coming with The Dying Touch. Wow. Yeah. Very... Um, it's poised for Oscar season. Yeah. I heard this is coming at the, around the same time as Flames in the Winter. Yeah, that's another Oscar uh, contender for Oscar 2022. Oscar contender. Yeah. Uh, starring Denzel Washington. Yeah. Robert De Niro. And Timothy Chalamet. Timothy, he's getting out there, man. I'm he, telling you. And this a... movie was actually shot in 1922. Uh, it stars, uh, it, it originally had starred, um, I always forget her name, but she's from Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. She was the extra in Casablanca. Oh, so she's dead now. Yeah, she's dead it's now. It's just her bones. So they used her bones, actually, <laughs> uh, to, now the film basically, it, it starts off in the winter. Yeah. And what happens is there's this ever-growing fire. It's basically the story of Moses, but told in a uh, new way. So there's a f- burning, not a burning bush, but it's just a, a fire that's burning right. in the middle of this like Icelandic area that we're in. Yeah, yeah. And Robert De Niro is investigating why it's happening. Yeah. Um, but he jumps into the fire <laughs> and dies. So Denzel... Tries to figure out what happens, and yeah. then he actually jumps into the fire as well and right. dies. And it's literally just they bring all these A-list celebrities in just that just jump screen, in the eh? fire and wow. die. Uh, Mel Gibson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Winona Ryder, Bruce Willis. You got Daniel Day Lewis playing the fire. He's back. Yeah, he actually, remember they shot this film in <laughs> he, 1922. He oh wow! The fire. <laughs> yeah, but just the fire scenes. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was again called Flames in the Winter. Okay. Flames in the Winter. That looks cool. That, I, that sounds yeah. cool. Guess who's directing it though? Who? You guys can't guess? Uh, give us a clue. Denny? No. Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. Wow. Super controversial wow, movie. Wow, he's yeah. coming back. I man. only know controversial movies. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Damn. That's okay. Oh. Have you guys heard of Silent Healing? No. No. What's it about? So this movie takes place during World War II. And it's about a hearing impaired... Yeah, person. <laughs> person. Okay. So, uh, I'm trying to make the story doing, here, guys. Was he doing Sorry. that yeah. for effect? Uh, it's hearing impaired. I think hearing impaired, hearing impaired during this nurse yeah. played oh. by um, Angelina Jolie. Ooh. And she comes into contact with a soldier who's brought into um, the hospital. Right. Played by Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Wow. Oh, it's good cast. Sexy. And they they connect on a spiritual level. Oh wow. And she kind of, you know, heals him silently. Right. Internally. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of sex in this movie. Oh, okay. oh. It's so like that's what it leads what, to. Like a, a percentage of the movie. What? What is? How it? much do you say is of sex? What? Oh, well, yeah. It's like it, so. It's not. We didn't want to call it sexual healing. Right. Oh. But we sexual? wanted to call it silent healing because right. you know it, she is going to not speak a word. Right. 
So yeah, she's gonna have sex with Ryan Reynolds, so again, and that's how he heals her, or how she heals him. The whole sex scene with Ryan Reynolds over and over again. Uh yeah, multiple times. It's kind of like uh, the you know the, the fish either. movie, Big what? Fish. No, the other one. Gwilym- Gwilym- oh, Finding Nemo. No, the other one. <laughs> Shark Tale. The other one. <laughs> what fish movie? Oh, Fish Called Wanda. No, the one, the monster one that won an Academy Award. Oh, Monster Ball? Water. Yeah, kind of oh. like that. <laughs> I would have. I don't know why I could never is it, guess. Is the this fish out movie. yet, or when's it coming out? Oh, this comes out um, December twenty fifth. Is a Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's a Christmas release, eh? It's a Christmas movie. Directed by who? Uh, directed by. Is it a porn director? Yeah. Uh, no, it is directed by. Uh, so Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. Okay, good for him. I'll give it to him. He's, him. he's coming out. So another Christmas release this year is actually The Night's Touch. Oh. Whoa, you got a lot of touches in this. I know, right? So, this is the thing, though. Isn't it a sequel to Silent Healing? No, it's not. No. So, The Night's Touch is totally different. Starring Mark Paul Glosser, who is the... Who everybody knows is Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Oh, okay. He is getting his big screen proper debut, starring alongside Josh Brolin mm-hmm. and Natalie Portman. Do you guys want to know what this movie's about? No, we do. All right, so yeah, of course. As I said, it's coming now. out December 25th. Uh, the Night's Touch... Natalie Portman is. <laughs> so sorry, I, I'm actually getting emotional. It's, it's a super it's emotional. It's a sad movie. film. It's very sad. Um, Natalie Portman is basically a grave digger. Um, a lot of grave just, diggers, just like movies. Andy Serkis is. Uh, no, I'm just kidding about that. So Natalie Portman is actually plays the embodiment of the knights in this movie. Wow. So the sun and the moon is actually her. Oh. Oh wow! You know? But like, is she physically a person? No, no, she's just everywhere oh. and nowhere, oh, like Casper's mom. Right. Okay. Um, so who did I say in this, was in this movie? Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh and, Brolin and, and Mark Paul Glosser was in this. Yeah, Zach. So Morris. who's actually reprising his role as Zach Morris in this? Wow. So a lot of breaking the fourth wall. Oh wow. Um, and basically, what goes on in this movie is that day and night, day and night, day and night happens. Josh Brolin is there. Josh Brolin is also reprising his role from The Goonies, uh, Bandana and all. Mm. Uh, so he's in this, and it's basically just him. Josh Brolin's a big fan of the day. Uh, Zach Morris is a big fan of the night. And they have to battle for the love of each other of Natalie Portman in this movie. Oh, it's a it's a romantic tale. Uh, it's more of an action comedy. Oh, wow! I'm being buddy cop comedy. comedy. It's a buddy cop comedy. Who's directing this one again? Oh man, it's uh, I think <laughs> I honestly think Wayne Gretzky's actually making his, <laughs> his debut <laughs> directing this. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. My God. Yeah, I he's yes. Just, damn. I believe yeah. that. The great one. The, the great, great one, one is now becoming the 99. great director one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I talk to you guys about the Silent Illusion? Oh, I I thought you were gonna pick Roughgate, but sure. Roughgate, I haven't seen yet, but Silent Illusion, I actually watched a advanced screening of this in Buffalo, um, starring Tommy Lee Jones. He plays a clown. Okay, <laughs> not just any clown, but the happiest goddamn clown you've ever seen in your life. Okay, so. In this movie, he's going to every birthday party, and he's basically, you know, being a clown, being fun, but a 12-year-old boy, played by Liam Neeson, who's using de-aging technology again, to play a 12-year-old boy, um, is unimpressed. He's he's unimpressed by Tommy Lee Jones' clown, so he critiques him during his set. Tommy Lee Jones, completely hurt by it, goes back and, you know, figures out a way to, I guess, improve his act. And when he comes back to the same birthday party, he does it very quick. Um, He turns Liam Neeson invisible. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Again, Liam Neeson playing a 12-year-old boy. Okay. So now Tommy Lee Jones... (laughs) 
Sorry, go on. Tommy Lee Jones has to figure out right. how to hide the fact that he made 12-year-old Liam Neeson disappear. But okay. but Liam Neeson is still using his 70-year-old voice. So Anthony was telling me about a similar film. But you don't know who's directing this one. Who's directing yet. this one? Joe Pesci. <laughs> he's coming out of retirement, eh? Instead of acting, he's going to be a director. This is this is a big big, okay. big debut. Yeah, but it sounds it sounds a little similar to the movie Anthony was telling me about. Oh, uh, Vendetta of Revenge. <laughs> Vendetta yeah. of Revenge. Wow. Yeah. So this is Vendetta actually... and Revenge. It's very similar words. Yeah. yeah. So Vendetta of Revenge is actually the third yeah. movie to Creed. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's Creed three. Creed Vendetta three. Vendetta of, of Revenge. Revenge, and it's the story about yes, Creed. <laughs> but Sylvester Stallone's character Rocky yeah. wanting revenge on Creed. Oh my God, no! <laughs> yeah, he Wait, wants revenge on, on young Apollo Creed. No, yeah, no, on, on young on, on, Apollo on, on, on Creed. Creed on Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, because oh, wow. he's tired of him you know, he, taking he's the limelight. Fight him, you know. He's got to go fight. Yeah, yeah. And he's tired wow. of him like taking the limelight right. away so, from Rocky. So he wants to be the heavyweight champion of the world now. So he's on this revenge, this wow. vendetta. Wow, Jeez. of revenge! Wow, and uh, is uh, Ryan Coogler is coming back for that one too? I heard. No, no. <laughs> who's who's taking over? Hell did you think Haley that? Joel Osment. What? He's directing this. He's directing movie. this wow. movie. Jeez. So yeah, Rocky's gonna get his revenge one way or another. Isn't M Night also producing it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. It's surprising. I'm, but is Michael B. Jordan coming back though? Yes, he is. Okay, yeah. good. And Sylvester Stallone's coming back. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. down for anyone else coming back. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Oh. Okay. okay. Good. Rocky's gonna. Beat her up? No, no. Oh. They have an affair. Sorry. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, guys. That's you spoiled it. That's where the sorry. fight. Okay, that sorry. makes sense. It makes sense why they would want to fight each other. Yeah, it does. Um, Dan, what did you see? So, I there's a movie coming out um, on Netflix next week. Okay, it's called Master of Extermination. It's mm. actually the sequel to Master of Disguise. But isn't also a prequel to Master of None? No. Okay. No, you, that's you're you're mistaken. I am mistaken. So yeah, Master of Disguise, uh, Dana Carvey. Yeah. Is coming back. Nice. Uh, basically, he's had it with all of these disguises that he's had to wear in his life. Now it's time to kill. What? So now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So basically, like, ah, left turn there. <laughs> Master of Extermination. He literally is just going city by city and just taking down scum. Just plowing. He people. is a mercenary for hire, and he's just going to your cities. Taking out your bad guys, probably a couple good guys. Is this he, still a comedy he, though? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's a comedy. It's more of a silent film. No, it, <laughs> no. There's definitely talking in it. It's just it's just more of a action musical. Hmm. Wow, yeah, never seen that Jeez. before. You have never... yeah. So it's, it's coming to Netflix next week. Okay, trailer is dropping early this week, so it may be our trailer of the week next week. It's possible. Mm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. look out for that one. Dana Carvey coming back, Master of Extinction. Wow. Yeah. Um. What does that one say? I can't see the name of the movie. Uh, Fatal Overkill. Fatal Overkill. Yes. Damn. Damn. Okay. This one I believe is a Hulu Amazon Prime exclusive, uh, as I recall. Oh, well, both of them are teaming up. For yeah, this one, eh? they're it, one's showing half the film, the other one's showing the other half. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I think Amazon... <laughs> wow. Listen, man, think... they got to do what they got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think Amazon Prime is showing the ending of the movie, yeah. and Hulu has the first. Hulu half. just has the credit. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by no one other than John Travolta. Okay, yeah. Who was coming off, I believe, The Poison Rose, right? Uh, so the film, basically, Fatal Overkill, is about a, a a man played by Sandra Bullock. 
Okay, so she cuts her hair really short. She goes full boys don't cry on us, uh, and she's playing a man named Sandy. Um, and it's 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 really funny because like it, Sandy it, and her name is Sandra. Sandra, right? Okay. So she's playing almost like a gender swap version of herself, um, and it's basically her going for a well him going for a um, acting gig for a movie coming out called Speed. Ooh. Right? So it's almost like this meta film directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Okay. Um, good, good directing crew. Good directing there. crew. But what happens is instead of Keanu Reeves showing up on set, guess yeah. who shows up? Who? Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, and okay. she's playing her character from Ghost in the Shell. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And it's really weird because instead of like how fast this bus goes, right. it's how fast this tricycle goes. But would you say it's weird or would you say it's brave? Well, I'd say that it's brave that Demi Moore plays the bicycle. That is brave. Yeah. And so they're just, they're on top of her riding her the whole way. She can't go over 50 miles per hour. Right. And then the problem is she does and she blows up. And they actually shot this in camera. Yeah. They strapped a bomb to her. Wow. And Mm. (laughs) rest in peace. They only had one shot. So this is the one that's coming to Hulu and Amazon Prime? Yeah, so the ending is on Amazon Prime. Right. The is be- it like, can you watch it on Amazon Prime or do you have to order it on Amazon Prime? You like, ha- does it get delivered it's to you? It's two days and wow. it gets delivered to your phone. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Two days, right? Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. have Prime, guess what? You can't watch it? Can't no, watch not it. No, you can't watch it. You have to order it from, uh, what's that website again? Uh, geez, I have always slips my mind. Uh, Alibaba? Alibaba. Alibaba. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and that takes six to eight months then. So you could be like, oh, what's going to happen in this film? Because the film also, it, it, uh, the, the cutoff of when, when the climax is occurring or pretty much when they say, all right, we're going to show you the rest is right when you're introduced to Sandra Bullock's character. Okay. Who's the main character of this film? So the first 48 minutes of this movie yeah, yeah. is just B roll footage. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. Have you guys heard of um, Slaves of Light? No. Yeah. So Slaves of... I started, I think. I I I was an extra in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was an extra. So this is uh, premiering at the uh, Toronto Film Festival. Oh, great. Okay, local. Um, It stars uh, Tom Hardy. Nice. And he plays a paparazzi. And the whole concept of this movie is celebrities who become slaves of the Flash. Oh. Wait. Like, not in the camera sense, flash camera, camera flash, flash. Yeah. now not like they're not this is not mind control this right, is right. like the the whole that inner desire the inner desire like the the whole you know being a celebrity and dealing with you know um the, you know like people who are constantly being stalked right, and like celebrityisms and all yes that stuff, right and they become these slaves of the light yeah. So Tom Hardy needs these celebrities to okay. live. These celebrities become slaves of his, in a sense, because they want to become more and more popular. Right, right. And, yeah, and he just has to deal with this one person. Sounds like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really great. Who else is in it? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim oh, Kardashian. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Who's directing it? Um, Kanye West. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did a great job with that runaway movie. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm here for it. So, Slaves of the Light. So, that's opening this year at TIFF? TIFF. That's it's, awesome. It's going to be opening yeah. TIFF. Wow. This is going to be opening this, night yeah. gala. Kanye yeah. West is um, set to. He's even showing up for the premiere? He is showing up with Kim. Wow. And Tom. And Tom. And Tom. Tom Hardy. Okay. There's another uh, TIFF movie that I'm looking forward to this year. Um, it's called The Birth of the Game. Um, have you guys heard about this movie yet? No, not at um, all. So, the birth of the game. What comes to mind when you think of game? 
I think of a basketball. I think of uh, Michael Douglas. You guys are so close. It's actually about the birth of tic-tac-toe. Which is basketball. Really so basically it. what yeah. happens in the birth of the game, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitz mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gets shredded on an island. Shredded or stranded? stranded. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you so said, he, yeah, shredded. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not jumping ahead. Oh. So basically what happens, he gets stranded on an island. Okay. Uh, he's a UPS delivery truck driver. Ooh. Yeah. So he basically... Drives his truck out into the water somehow, and, and he gets driving. stuck on an island. Okay, again, UPS, not FedEx. Right, right. Um, so basically, what he has to do to survive is make smoke signals in the sand mm-hmm. with these broken down branches that he has. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he lights them on fire. The only thing, though, is that the only way for the sky to see him is that he has to play this giant game of what we now call tic tac toe. Oh, what he called it, survival. <sighs> Right. Damn. So he actually has like a his uh, self conscious projects a character onto these uh, onto a basketball that he finds on the islands. Basketball is actually played by Coach Carter himself, Sam, Sam L. L. Jackson. Jackson. Wow. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Opening a tip this year. Wow. Oh. All right. Let's give. Let's all give one last one each. One last one. One last uh, one. Let me talk to you guys about the. F- <laughs> my god the smooth serpents the smooth serpents yeah yeah so okay. this is actually a really cool movie it's like hardy boys meets uh nancy drew right. meets pokemon meets Oh. Yeah. it's really bizarre starring jonathan taylor thomas uh who's the one from the little vampire lipnicky jonathan lipnicky jonathan lipnicky yeah. um elijah wood okay the film basically is shot now but it uh, is they, they use again de aging. I love these de aging technology films. It's getting so good, so now. good, yeah. and they're all shot basically like they are in the nineties. Because right. I mean, these are like the nineties stars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Haley Joel Osment is playing a snake. Okay, uh, Haley Joel's been getting some good work. He's now been, he's, he's coming out. You know, he did that movie with uh, Ted Bundy as well. Right. Uh, actually, I forgot Ted Bundy's in this movie as well. Oh, Ted Bundy himself or Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy? No. Oh. None of the above. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, there's another actor named Ted Bundy. Oh, yes. Up and yes. Yeah. Up and coming actor Ted Bundy, who actually goes by the pseudonym of Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So confusing. But... It's very confusing. Yeah. But George Clooney basically plays the head of this group called the Serpents. Mm. And what's happening is that, you know, they're, they're getting this gang war and there's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh cards involved and there's this, this these animals that they have to protect. Um, and these animals are called... The, the the doggy dogs and basically what happens is that at the very end of the movie and this is a bit of a spoiler okay everyone dies <laughs> okay <laughs> everyone dies uh, just a bit of, just a bit of a spoiler bit of a spoiler <laughs> guess who's directing slightly it, though. Ooh, though Jim Carrey oh good for him yeah I Damn. I always said that he make a great director and the film by the way is shot completely on black. On black. What do you mean? <laughs> black and white? No, no. As in black. Like, you can't see the film. Oh. You can only hear it. Oh. Because they wanted to give you this, the feeling of watching it as a serpent without eyes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Again, I don't know why they did any of this, but they said that when they tested it, audiences were like, what the hell? And that's what they wanted to go for. All right. When's that coming out or is it out already? It's been out for 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. How did we miss this? I don't know. Dude, Jim Carrey directed this in his prime? Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Where do you yeah. find the time? 
Well, I mean, that was the same was, year Liar was, Liar came out. This was in between Liar Liar. Oh, okay. In between set takes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, Anthony, you got the last one for us? Yeah, I got the um, the uh, purple past. Oh. Okay. Is that the color purple? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm always wrong. No, it's not the color purple. What's what about the about? Part, though? Uh, it is directed by uh, Chris Evans. Okay, good for him. Yeah. yeah, he's been he's been coming around as a director. Yeah, and it's it's about um, it's about Barney. Oh, okay. What about Barney? Like, is this story? his birth? Well, like you know, we 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 go into the past history of Barney as a character, and as where in he, Barney the character, Barney the character, and wow. where he is now in his life. Jeez. Yeah, and it's pretty tough because after ninety five, ninety six, where did he go? He picks up probably like drugs and. Drugs, alcohol, sex addict, yeah. uh, carnivore, just eats people, right? <laughs> so he he oh he's lost God. his way. So yeah. they they it's it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans has this is a passion project for some reason, um, but you know they go to the past and they you know they talk about right. where he started and where he is now right oh my god yes. that's that's awesome dude i so this is i, I that was a barney kid for it's sure it's a like, dark yeah. film eh? yeah so is this coming to apple streaming service uh no because it it's was too it's too dark oh yeah it's same. not it's not happy enough so right, right. um this is going to um disney plus <laughs> No, it's not going to Disney. It's, uh, oh, wow. It's going to... Um, what, what other streaming services are there? It's, Criterion heard, Collection. Criterion, 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 Criterion yeah. Criterion. this one up, eh? It'll be mastered okay. with great sound. Chris Evans is going to do a yeah, yeah. You know, narrative you know, track on that. That's wow. cool. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty tough story because, you know... Who's playing Barney, by the way? Well, Barney's played by Barney. Right. I, you know, oh, like, there's no... Ask. There's um, Anybody else famous in the movie? Um, no, it's a documentary, so they just oh, and like Barney lives in LA now, but he lives like you know, Skid Row, LA, you know, oh, they just, Hollywood Boulevard, LA, you know, and he lives in the sewers so, with the tur- with the Ninja Turtles or something, like what's <laughs> this? no, like you know, Barney's just he's just trying to live, oh, trying to like get food, trying to do drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, damn, Chris I, Evans like almost lost his life. Filming it, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see it. Actually, that's gonna be that's next for me. Yeah. So Daniel, take us home. All right, guys. So our last one is actually called um, "Dying in the History." Um, <laughs> where were you guys in two thousand and eight? Um, I was in school. Where were you guys in two thousand three? Wait, no, I was oh. working. I was working. working. Yeah. Like, where was were you guys in nineteen oh six? Oh, during the Great Helium Fire. Exactly. What? The Great Helium Fire of 1906. Oh my gosh, yeah. 2008 and 2003. Basically, this movie takes place across a couple years. Okay. Right? A lot of years. Literally. Well, I mean, within those years. I oh, mean. So okay. 1906, this movie opens up. Yeah. This is all about the Great Helium Crisis of 1906. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically, this is about the creation of helium balloons. Oh, wow. Right? Uh, dying in history. A lot of deaths happened when balloons came around. People don't realize that. That the original balloon was actually people, right? Oh, like people's skin? People's skin. Wow. Exactly. Wow. So, anything for those birthday parties. This is, Parents love their children so much. Right. They would do whatever it takes to make them smile. Of course. Um, so, this movie is actually directed by Martin Scorsese. This is, again, another passion project of his. Mm. He's doing it over two movies, right? Oh. Uh, 1906, and then the second movie is taking place in 2003 and in 2008. Yeah. Um, what happened... 
in 2003, we don't really talk about it yet. It's not funny yet. But what happened in 2008 is that uh, all these balloons, now that we're using latex and things like that, it actually lifted this building off the ground. Oh. Yeah. So this building is flying away. You're thinking it's a lot like up. No, it wasn't. But the problem is that it goes down. It does not fly up. Oh, wow. It flies up and then it drops down to the ground. It just kills whoever's in that house. And it's history. Yeah. It's wow. a very dark, dark movie. Wow. I'm, I, this is the thing. I'm so sorry to add you guys on such a dramatic and dark notes. Right. Um, but this is a movie that needs to be told. Who's starring this movie? Martin Scorsese's directing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's also in it. He's playing one of the balloons. <laughs> Al Pacino's also coming back playing one of the balloons. He's coming back? He's Where, coming, well, he because gone? Scorsese worked with him in The Irishman. Oh, they're coming back. Okay, okay, so okay, okay, okay. Al Pacino, Leo, they're playing the balloons. Bit of a weird choice for me uh, to play the string, Timothy Chalamet. Don't see it yet. I, you know what? You can't count him out because yeah. he's played a lot. He's played Whoopi Goldberg. Right. But the thing that surprised me the most, uh, Don Cheadle and... <laughs> and Don Cherry. And Don, no, no, not Don Cheadle. Oh, okay. So not Don Cherry, sorry. Don Cheadle. Yeah. And Winona Ryder. Okay. And... Yes. You I, you guys can picture the last one. You know who it is. is who is it, it? Is it John Goodman? No, it's not. You're so close, though. Antonio Banderas? Exactly, man. I knew I knew we were wow. on the same wavelength, yeah. They're all playing the helium that lives with, inside us now. Wow. wow. It's, a, it's a dark one. Honestly, like, it's it's going to be coming out of cans next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to get I heard they release. didn't shoot it on film, but they shot it on latex. They shot this on latex, yeah. yeah. It's the first film ever to be shot on latex, and mm-hmm. you could only see it for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Once eight hours has passed... Just like with real balloons, they disappear. Damn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm upset well, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I, this is things. It's a movie that not a lot of people want to talk about, but it's a movie. It's a story that had to be told. I agree. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sorry to end it on such a dark note, but it had to end <laughs> yeah. this way. This is a fun game. Very it fun. Was a fun game. Thank you for all that stuck around and were like, "What the hell? Is what is happening?" Uh, but that was fun. I mean, we always do these like great like you know topics of the show where we we go on about like these lists or really talk about these films, but. Just to have fun and, you know, I mean, if you guys have weird movie ideas or, like, yep. names out there that you've thought of, please send them in to us because I'm sure we'd love to hear them as well. Yeah, yeah that would be a good one. Uh, send in your uh, weird movie pitches. Weird movie named and pitches and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll read them next Yeah, time. we'll discuss them. Yeah. But as, as always, you can always find us Monday mornings. Yes. Sometimes you might find us on a Sunday night. It's possible. If you're paying attention. If you're on that phone. Yeah. Ring-a-ding-ding. You might get an alert. Automatic downloads will be your thing. And check us out on YouTube, where you can see our beautiful faces. Hello there. Yes. Anthony, what is it, AnthonyFan69? AnthonyFan69, you can check out Anthony there. Yeah. Um, um, DBAP's on Instagram, and yeah. Shay is a Shay Boz. Yeah. I'm, I, I didn't know we were plugging our Instagram. We're just going to plug it, you know? Cool. Okay, sure. Yeah. Mr. Jet Sitter. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, and as always, you can head over to uh, this time with dot com slash talk and ask us or give us your questions and answers Please do, yeah um but as always that has been this time with the movie podcast so that was actually the balloon oh that i just took there you were yeah, Antonio, i was i was, that was Antonio banderas yeah we'll see you next <laughs>